Hey, that's me. Sit down with Jeremiah Plunkett. Yo again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett and Quentin Brismo. Once again, we are smack dab along ringside and ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. How you doing today, Quentin? I'm doing okay. I just, I can't get the opening again. I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with me. It's all those chair shots, man. I didn't take many to the head. That's that's what's scary about it. It, it was it was that one year in WMF. Never took a chair shot in the head there. Okay, it's probably all those years in McMinnville then. I don't think I took a chair shot then. The place was called Hardcore Championship Wrestling. Because by then I was already starting to have problems with easy concussions. So. And when did you get all your headshots in? I don't, I, just here and there. I didn't take a lot. Just here and there. Man, I feel, I, kinda, like, I feel like I'm way ahead of you. Oh, yeah, I know. Because I, I, after like 96 and I got a concussion from taking hubcaps from Mama D, I said, okay, I can't take more headshots. So if I'm getting off hubcaps, and I thought, you know, I had to slow it down, take no more headshots. I, I was taught no hands, and, like, I did that for a good long while. And then I smartened up and started doing hands. But I'll wow. be honest, I still don't do hands on some things. If You you know, the old uh, the old chair in the corner, guy moves, you're trying to spear him or whatever, guy moves, you take a header. I mean, I, I'll bend the shoulder up a little bit, but, yeah. Sure you know, yeah. I, nice. I, I never said I was smart. <laughs> I'm not smart and I'm not good looking. I just <laughs> can put up with a lot. Holy, but uh, this is my brain. I don't know what's wrong with it, but yeah. So if you're listening, uh, <laughs> we didn't have a we didn't have episode last week. Uh, had a little technical difficulties. But, yeah, um, that this one's a uh, big time on me. Um, went to uh, copy it over. Uh, it downloads in a M4A format. I have to have it to an MP3 to edit. Uh, put what I thought was the file uh, of the raw audio and through converter boom it popped up it said it converted it sweet all right i had that so i deleted the old one and i had somehow and it let me do it i don't know how the program let me do it but i had somehow converted a text file that was right next to the video or the audio file um <laughs> into an mp3 which obviously had no sound but i had somehow converted somehow let me convert a document into it <laughs> And I tried everything. I downloaded two different programs that probably have given my computer every kind of virus. Uh, but to try to to try to you know pull something up that I've deleted, and nah, man, it it deleted it. It deleted every trace of it. I don't think anything's ever been deleted as deleted as this was deleted. <laughs> so, so we will not be watching um, uh, Gypsy Joe versus Ashurahara. Uh, the cage from uh, IWE, yeah, or IW, was IWE, is, is IWE, yeah. Um, so we talked, we talked about whether to do it or not, and you made a good point that this whole thing is us watching something for the first time and giving our first like initial response of it, yeah. and having already watched that exact match, it'd be kind of hard to do. Yeah, but I highly suggest to go and watch that match. Go find on YouTube over at Rory Lucier's. Uh, I thought it was on one at Royal Lucier. Royal Lucier's Japanese Classics or Japanese yeah, I know classics. One, I which one it was. The Japanese Classic. Hey, go check it out because that's a really good match and um, you really like it. And because uh, we liked it. And, uh, and I just, yeah. So go check it out. That's a really good watch. Uh, so um, 
Everything we lost everything last week. I don't like to talk about stuff I already talked about, you know, because it, I don't know, it seems like you're, you know, it's not real to me if you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, your initial reaction is no longer there. You've already it, seen it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll go back and watch stuff again, it's, but for to get the, you know, first intake of it to, I like what, you know, do it like that. But uh, so, so we got a little curveball, but that'd be all right. And, so if you listen last, we didn't. If you wanted to listen last, but you didn't get to because we didn't get to do it, I have it out there. What am I trying to say? Lord of mercy, help me here. Last wow. week, last week the show that didn't. Uh, it, it, gosh, man, yeah, this I, is hard. I, 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 I have no idea what you're trying to say. I know. <laughs> Are you trying to say sorry we missed last week? <laughs> yeah. Well, last um, we recorded last week. I said, well, we wouldn't be. That we wouldn't have a show this week, but actually, it's, it's we are having a show this week. <laughs> so so we will not be next week. Yes, next week we're not we'll, we'll not be recording. I'll be in um, Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg area. So um, <laughs> taking your yearly trip to the mountains. Actually, I've already been. Well, I've already, I went. We went in March. Yeah. But actually, if you go by a twelve month period, this will be our third time in twelve months. Hey, look at you. Yeah. So we went last Christmas. Yeah, had uh, money. <laughs> That's called being broke. <laughs> you know. But anyway, yeah, so we were there. We went the day after Christmas and started a couple of days up there then. And it was just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember since, you telling me that. I don't know how I've never seen it that busy. And then we went in March. We're like, okay, now I'm gonna be there in March. We go during the week, you know, and it was spring break and that place was packed. So I'm hoping that fall breaks over with Thanksgiving hasn't started for the shopping, you know, we're catching the week before or something. So actually, we're going to be off two weeks. Oh, ain't okay. the week, like next week and it ain't the week after uh, Thursday after that we tape, isn't it? Uh, Thanksgiving? I need a calendar. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> okay, I'm like, before I start speaking. No, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. So uh, yeah. this will be our last one for um, uh, November. Yeah. So uh, let, let's go ahead and wish you a happy. Wish everybody a happy Turkey Day. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, actually, I'm wishing. Uh, while we're recording this today is Veterans Day. So if you listen to this when you do hear it, um, thank you for thank you for your service. And, uh, yes, sir, it'll be, it'll be thank you for your service. Yeah. It'll be after Veterans Day, but we're recording on Veterans Day, so what's going on? We'll say it. That's uh, veterans, um, they deserve everything. But um, yeah, so this will be our last one for November. Uh, so uh, since <laughs> since nobody heard where we were going, where are we going, where are we going today? <laughs> since nobody knows. <laughs> well, this week, and this will be our first time visiting here, we are going to Bremen, Germany. Uh, this match is brought to us by Old School Wrestling over on the YouTubes. Uh, it is Otto Wands versus Yokozuna. That's what the title says. Uh, Yokozuna is actually wrestling as the Great Kikina in this video. Uh, this is from December 17th, 1988. Got a question. Yes. He says in Germany, right? Yeah. When did they tear down the Berlin Wall? Uh, it's, it's this time period, isn't it? Uh, Reagan was in office. I know that. Oh, uh, no, 89. No, he just so, left office. 
Okay, yeah, he, yeah, he just left office, but he, uh, yeah, but he's still up. Yeah, because he's been trying to get the wall tore down. Remember, he said, um, who was the Russian president? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that yeah, wall. Yeah, tear down that wall, yeah. So he was trying to get it done when he was in office, and he left H.W. Um, uh, Bush and just took office. And um, well, he didn't take office yet when this happened, but when the wall fell in 89, he was already, he was in office. So, so the wall was still up. Wow. That's crazy. A lot of people don't even realize, you know. That the wall was up that long? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So the wall was up during this. That's wow. I don't know how close it was to, to, to Berlin, this place. What'd you call it? What's that? Was that the name of it? It's Bremen. Uh, it is 244 miles, roughly. That's not that far. You said Bremen? Yeah. Okay, I was noticing going through um, all it's, these. Uh, it's closer to Hamburg and Hanover than it is Berlin. Well, I noticed that uh, going through these list of wants matches on um, YouTube here, it looks like a lot of them are in that Bremen. So I'm wondering if that was his main town that he would that he would run. Yeah, or at least like, like, like the big shows or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, I noticed a lot of them on the headers, it says it's in Bremen. Hmm, that's crazy. You can think about that, that the wall was still up when they, hmm. I wonder if he ran when they tore it down, if he ran in the old East Germany part. I bet he didn't because the, the economy was horrible over in there. So a lot of people barely had food, let alone had money to go watch the wrestling match, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I, I know, uh, you know, as we talked about on the last podcast, but I know like very, very little about auto wants. I just know I just about every wrestling shooter interview or documentary or anything. He gets brought up at some point in people's careers. And I've always heard like people say they learned a lot from him. Like I heard good things. I heard Scott Hall talk really well about him. Uh, Vader talked extremely well about him. You know what I mean? So I've always been interested in the, in the name. Yeah. Well, you know, I, you know, like you said, we, we talked a little last time that either's really the only thing about him, but like you said, you've heard, and that's the thing that I've heard is people always want to get on his um, tours over there because yeah. he's pretty good, you know? So I've always heard that, you know, people would always, and people like going over and working for him. I guess, I guess he treated, I mean, not only not get paid good, but get treated right too. So that, you know, you're different. And, and he would also book young guys. He, he would book young guys and get and that got them a lot of experience because I, you know, yeah. young guys like Jericho and Storm yeah. went over there and did those. And so you know, got the young guys' experience, and then the stars would go over there and get paydays. Yeah, yeah. You know, we talked our, um, last time last week um, about Reno Riggins went over there. Yeah, you know, and we uh, said yeah, Fit Finley, and uh, yeah. So he, yeah, he, he was um a big thing over there in europe it's really the only person you ever hear about in besides the um you know the the england great britain stuff only person you hear about in europe is out of wants yeah nobody else in europe you never hear about anything else in europe besides him well yeah and it, and it was like and, and i and i may be totally totally wrong on this but from my understanding uh there there wasn't a lot of like territories or like big Com mm -hmm. like companies that amass yeah. numerous ranges like uh -huh. everyone was just you just worked for individual promoters and that's where you worked yeah. you did they'd book you on a tour here and here and here all those british wrestlers like they go do tours of africa and india like they yeah. go everywhere yeah and you know, they just did tours for different promoters yeah the, 
uh, was it All Star Wrestling who did World of Sport? Yeah, like they had some guys who just worked for them. Yeah, but apparently that wasn't according to Steve Regal's book. That wasn't where the really good money was. Yeah, because he was offered a spot. Actually, speaking of Big Daddy being Big Daddy's tag team partner, essentially Big Heat tag out to Daddy. Good spot, paid okay, always on TV. Yeah. But he decided to do what all his heroes did and go off and wrestle everywhere. Was he? Didn't he start like a Steve Rogers or something like that? I don't think it was Steve, but it was something like Will Rogers or something. It was something Rogers, something Will. Like when he first started and over there in Europe, and he it was a different name. Yeah, it may have been Steve Rogers. I, I just didn't think it was, or like Roy Rogers or something. It's something like yeah, something yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, seeing somewhere where he would when he was in Europe you know trying to you know get experience he had a different name and was going all over different places and working and stuff so yeah that's good like I said you know we both really don't know much about him we just heard stuff you know and you know uh, like I sent you last week um you you know maybe twice a year you'd, you'd see something in the after mags about once maybe yeah. once twice a year the mo- twice the most you know in the 80s you'd see something about him. It wouldn't be much, you know, so. And then he had that little run with AWA belt. He got a little more in the magazines, but besides that, I mean, yeah, he, he very rarely he would, would be, you know, and it always being one of the lower after mags, you know, like the wrestler and what was it, the ringside or something like that. What was sports, was it sports review wrestling or something? There was like sports, uh, Illustrated was the main one. Then there was like two or three of the, same company, but they were the smaller ones. One of them was the wrestler. The the wrestler, and I believe Inside Wrestling used to be on like front and back, or the, in my experience. One I'm talking about, it was one magazine. They're both one magazines. They're their own and individual magazines. Yeah, maybe later on they might have put them together, but I know in the '80s it was like the wrestler and Inside Wrestling or Sports Review Wrestling. That's like after after company whoever it was, they had three magazines. But Pro Sound was the main one. But I remember on like the two smaller ones um, that would, um, that's where you'd see it. Like I said, but one, you'd see it in there, like maybe once, maybe twice a year. So, so that you really nobody. Um, and even when I got the tape traders, you would see a, a show, one of his shows every now on somebody's list. There wasn't a lot of it, the footage of it out there either. I'm sure people had it, but there wasn't, no, you didn't see a lot of it floating around, you know? So. But according to this, there's a lot of footage of, of him out there. So whenever you're ready to go, we're going to get this started. Yeah, not not for nothing. Real quick, I want to get out since you brought up wrestling magazines and it's a thought that's popped in my head. There was a short-lived magazine from 99 to 2001, the WOW Wrestling Magazines. Extremely underrated. Really? Extremely underrated. Uh, I've got, I've got a, a couple copies of them um, still, but like thick uh shiny co- full color uh covers like the thicker covers and then like full color yeah. everything inside had wow. posters huh. oh man it, it was hot they're expensive uh ecw used the same company to do their magazine toward the very end hmm. um but yeah yeah hmm. i was a huge fan of those but yes all right so back to the video because <laughs> i don't want to get down that that tangent because we can talk about wrestling magazines forever um, we'll get on the rabbit hole and never come back out. <laughs> again, this is uploaded by Old School Wrestling, the match title 
is Otto Bonds, spelled with a W, versus Yokozuna, uh, 12-17-1988, full match HQ. I am triple zeroed out. If you're ready, sir. Oh, hold on. Mine just clicked over. <laughs> gum it. Hold on. Did the ad pop up? Did the ad pop up when, when I first, when I first it? pulled it up? It did, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I'm double zeroed out. So whenever you're ready to give me the Iggy. All right. And three, two, one, play. All right. Catch. John Kokina, Prince of Hawaii. So where so he if actually from Germany? Is that what his gimmick is? Uh I mean I'm assuming. Okay. <laughs> he's a giant baby face. Oh, he's a big old dude. Yeah, he, he's big guy. Uh yes, what uh, year's he, he's, he's Austrian, he's not German. Austrian, okay. Mike Schwarzenegger? Yes, he's Austrian, I think, yeah. What is this like Redwood? Has he got a sponsor on his singlet? I think he does. You know, I, so, like, all his singlets said something like that on it. I'm wondering if they're not even, like, wrestling singlets. Well, that's a nice-looking like, belt. That's like a, a plus-size workout. 80s deal. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. What do you think Yokozuna is? How, what weight do you think he is? Oh, I hate that view. That's horrible. Oh, come on, get rid of. There we go. That oh, looks like God. a boxing. Yoko Yoko's not in the fours yet. I don't think there. No, no. Looks about three fifty, but man, he's moving. Big form to the I think back. it might be over 350, but. Man, he's moving good. Big form to the chest. Dan, that looks like a boxing ring. Look at the big old fat ropes. Oh, he's he's coming out hot. Big forms. What was that? Was that a big right? <laughs> I think I think it was just the clubs to the chest. That seems to be what he uh what he throws. He's uh I can't tell if he's. I like this brother managing. I was like, is that a Yoko. manager? He's got he's got a sweet tracksuit on and a headband. Does once uh, have on? Is that Adidas boots? It's a little blurry. I can't tell. Yeah, Maybe I, I, can't, I can't tell if they're pro wrestling boots or if they're Adidas boxing boot gimmicks or what. Uh, it's not actually. And it's single. It's not actually a one piece. Looks like it's it's the oh. trunks tops combo. Yeah, popping trunks. Yeah. Big chops. You know, I tried that for a little while. I could never get the trunk to stay up. <laughs> he's not really selling that choke, is he? He just kind of. I, I think I think he's selling all right. He's not a super mobile seller, but he is selling. Like he, he could be big yeah. guy, big guy who doesn't sell anything. Well, that's true. Got him in a side headlock. I'll see. If, I think his trunk is his trunk sliding down, or is that just the waistband flipping over a little bit? I think it's just, I think I think I don't think the waistband's flipping over. Everything is etched in white. Okay. So I think that this might be how it's designed. You got a, a version of an arm bar there. Oh, took it, man! I wish we had a wide camera angle on that, because that would look. He just took him over. Yeah, kind of like an inverted arm drag. 
Well, and we missed it. <laughs> yeah, them ropes look. It was like a big old fat boxing ropes. It, it probably is. I bet it is. Look, look, those are Adidas. Oh man, zoom back in. <laughs> they yeah, look the like a leather though. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah, look like they're the. No, they look like they're actual leather ones. Man, this camera's angles are too. They zoom in when they shouldn't. <laughs> Give them some big blows of the. So uh, Otto looks like he was a power lifter at one point. Yeah. Probably was. Like he like he used to be built like Dick the Bruiser. Yeah, one big point. old chest, shoulder, yeah. Or oh actually he looks kind of like Dick the Bruiser as Dick the Bruiser got older. Well <laughs> <laughs> I always got the big nerve holes on him. He's selling the crap out of this. Yeah, yeah, he is. Aren't they doing rounds? I believe they do, but I believe they're longer mm -hmm. rounds. Longer ones. Oh, we chopped the back of the head. Well, what's it gonna do? Big stomp. I kind of wish I'd keep this on the hard camera. Nice and many keeps. Yeah, I mean, come on, we don't see his butt. <laughs> Out of the rest butt. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't feel these people who are shooting are used to shooting wrestling. Yeah, I don't think they are either. Oh, big headbutt coming up. Oh, no. Oh, nice kick to the boobies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh oh, yeah, it must have been a bell. Yep. Everybody jumped in. Got around. He's like a skinny Lou Albano, his manager. Yeah. <laughs> Replay of some big forms. Yeah, whoever shot this. Oh, yeah, I, think, I they, think Redwood was a uh, brand name. Okay. Uh oh, round two. Some more chops. Otto Wands is actually a uh, two time Austri Austrian boxing champion. Wow. Well, they then broke the turnbuckle and gimmick. An amateur wrestler uh, and competed in strongman competitions and was listed in uh -oh, the world hot. records uh, for tearing telephone books. Yeah, I heard that in the telephone book gimmick. Yeah. Oh, going back to the Schwarzenegger traps. cited Wands as an influence on his fitness and bodybuilding career. Wow. Looking at oh, this video. He's firing back up on him. Well, yeah, I think that's probably when he was younger. Yeah, I, I would hope so, because... Yeah. Oh, Ryoko cuts him off, breaks the eyes. Not going back to those traps. So, so, so he, had to, he had the believability of the strongman tough guy and everything, that, because he, I, I guess, was a strongman tough guy. Yeah. Um, Yoko only been working, what, two years? Year and a half? Yeah. He's uh, he's young for sure. Yeah, I think he's only been working like a year and a half. If that. They knocked one of the little turnbuckle gimmicks off. I notice he's got advertisements everywhere. So he's making money off advertisements. He's working that nerve hole. Oh, breaks the eyes. 
Oh, you want to humble him? You want to get the camel clutch on him? Nope, nerve holes. And I just did a little research. And, mm -hmm. and you're right, that was advertisement because on another singlet, he had Mildred Sorte on it. And I looked mm -hmm. that up and it was cigarettes. <laughs> there you go. Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> yeah, so I have no idea what Redwood was. That's a pretty generic name. Oh, oh, it comes out from behind. Oh, big forearms. You still got the back door on that nerve hole. You see, uh-oh. Oh, big running punch clothesline or something. <laughs> He's firing up on him in the corner. Oof. Big chop. Back, press backs him up. There you go, big splash. Boom, big splash. I was going to get a flare bumper for a minute. <laughs> Here comes Zuna's down. He's selling. That stagger sale. What? I don't know what it was supposed to have been that, but that didn't look. It was a single leg, know. brother. Yeah, but I don't think Yoko was going. I think he was feeding for a slam the way he fed around. He's just working. Is he working the ankle? I can't. Kind of like a step over toe kind of deal. There we go. I'm saying that camera view. There you go. Put the knees reaching that ankle now. Yeah, whoever did this, they're not camera working that good. Let's see. Oh, he's barring it. He's got that leg barred, that ankle. Man, submission master over here. Yeah. They give up. Now he's asking him. See, nowadays that's been it. That's what I hate about nowadays. You can't sell hitting the mat. I hate that. So he tapped out. No, he's selling. <laughs> I mean, you kind of can ball up your fist instead of having it open. I guess yeah, it's about the round, I guess. Yeah, second round. Oh, big uppercut. That was a good European right there. Yeah, it was. Boom. Little replays. Oh, that was fast. I they must be at that must have been cut out because that was like a 10 second, if that much. I don't know, man. Maybe they just don't give these guys much time to rest. They might not. I don't know. It might not. Yoko's coming out of house of fire again. Big forearm to the back. Big chop. Oh. Uh oh. Splash. No, headbutt. Ooh. God, for, what? What did? What just happened? Why didn't he? Why didn't the ref count? Okay, know. so they have that that British rule where it's like if you slam them, you can do a follow up attack immediately and then pin them. Or you have to, that's why the ref's always doing the standing count. So if he like did it, let the ref start the count, then hit him and then went for a pin, the ref wouldn't count that. Okay. Because he threw an illegal strike. It, it's a okay. lot, but it, that's the British rule anyway. And I'm assuming. It's probably the same. Uh oh, he's fired up. 
You know, sold the punch. Oh, he's got him wobbly. Uh oh. Well, he's already Boy, taking he, one bump. Oh, I was going to say he's not going to take another bump. bump. I guess he is. I'm going to take a back bump. He takes him, falls down to his butt bumps. Choking him over that big old rope. Oh, he just knows so bad. He just got straight up. <laughs> oh, that's good. He don't take a back bump. We're going to take a bump backwards to the ropes. Come on. Uh oh. Oh. Hit the um, metal piece of the. We will get some, uh, some Otto Vaughn's color. I don't know. Big headbutt. Might be. Off, off the headbutt, too. Ref's counting something. They're both in the ring, though. I don't know if he's disqualifying oh, or if he's given a red oh. call. Oh, you know, because they, they have public warnings and, and stuff, too. Yeah, might have so. Might have gave him a warning. Work on that trap again. Got them old football hand pads. Hey, I noticed that when he first started doing the, the, tra the work on the trap earlier in the match. He had, had that little gimmick on his hand. I remember when I first started really putting emphasis on the right hand, I was going to get one of those. And I thought, I'm like, why would I want to pad my supposed most deadly yeah. weapon? Uh-oh, one-twos. Trade number one. Oh, cuts him off, no-sells it. He raked his uh -oh. nose, though. <laughs> Uh-oh, what's he going to do? Oh! <laughs> this holes. Yeah, I was like, that's a, there we go. That's what I was like. He just kind of grabbed it, hooked him. <laughs> yeah, I thought, he's gonna, I thought he was going to club his chest. <laughs> or something, and then he just got to kind of lean there. He's like, here we are. Sewing it back down. So uh -oh. I'll say I'll say this right now. We're we're about midway through. Yeah. It's good, it's solid, it's not a lot. This is very much just meat and potatoes fight wrestle. Yeah. But those are good. Look, look, see yep. it. I, yep, even the logo and everything, yep. Well. Okay, why did he let him up for? I think kick Maybe. Either that oh, or kick out. Oh, 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 he's attacked. He might have to go yeah. around over. There we go. Uh-oh. He gets qualified. Manager. The more I look at his manager, it's more like Ron Jeremy. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> snap mare, boom! Man, Yoko took a good snap mare bump, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And it went straight over. It was really oh, I good. I thought they were going to show him set up for his big favorite hold: the uh, rest my belly on your forehead and lean on you. What round is this? Four? I think three. Four. Three. It might be four. Oh, Yoko's backing him back up. Boom. Big forearms to the chest. Then I choke. Uh-oh, the rest. rest. Is he going to take a bump? <laughs> Uh-oh. Otto's mad. He's coming at him. <laughs> mm, big headbutt. Another big headbutt. Move for three headbutts. Three. Then collapse. 
They ain't gonna take a back bump. No, those Unless days might just, be long behind him. Yeah, because he's old by this time. Oh, he's got color. He's got color. He's juiced. Yeah, he's juicing. Uh, that, yeah, that's, why that, that's why that one bump was forward. Yeah, sure was. He's put on with the headbutts. Yeah, I don't think about it. He's probably in his mid forties here, so yeah, back bump. I don't blame him. <laughs> he's working now. Uh, he was born in forty-three, so yeah, he's forty-five here. Yeah, I don't blame him then. Is he biting him? Looks like he's biting his forehead. Yeah, I think he's biting him. Yeah. Elbow. He's pointed another head. He got sweaty. Like Everybody, including me, throws the dusty now, but that point of the elbow yeah. drive. Point, yeah. I would really mess somebody up. You tatered him with it. Oh, yeah. yeah he got sweated his juice off, man. Wait, he was sweating bullets before he even started. Yeah, I know. It must be really hot in there. What this was July, right? Was that what it was? When was this? No, it was December. Yeah, but this is Germany, so I don't know when their winter. Well, this is December. Really. In December. As I said. I said July. <laughs> yeah. First time. Wherever it is hot, because they're both just sweating buckets. Well, they've got a light rig up there and everything. Like, this yeah, is professionally true. lit. This isn't yeah. a single light over a, yeah. in a wash bucket over a ring, you know? Keeps pounding his four. Uh oh, he's coming up. Oh, he's going to fire up on him. Oh, he's wobbling. Nope, there he goes down. He's very egg shaped. Yeah, he is. Has he got a claw? Oh, is, there, is that a claw? Is he doing the claw? Kind of. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> Just resting my hand here. <laughs> what, uh, who was it? Oh, gosh. Who was the uh, AWA guy who, like, had a similar singlet to what he's wearing? And he was, like, a world-renowned amateur wrestler, but, like, pretty fat. Brad Randy? No, no, this guy was pretty fat. He's toward the end, I think. Chris Taylor? Does that sound right? Chris Taylor, that was in the 70s. He's an Olympic wrestler. Oh, big clothesline. Uh oh, so, it comes so was he, like, 400 pounds or something? Like, he was really fat? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's okay. in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of, I, I thought he was. Oh, to the buckle. He, he kind of looks like Chris Taylor a little bit. Yeah. Big choke. But thinner. Somehow. Yeah, he's not, he's not as fat as Chris Taylor was. Another snapmare. He's going back to the nerve hold. What's Ron Jeremy doing? He's up on the apron. Oh, bell. <laughs> it's, um. Oh, he gives a big sucker punch. <laughs> well, Steve Wright's getting himself over with his track jacket. I don't know if you saw yeah. that. Yeah, I saw it again with a nice little track suit with his name on it. Is that going Sponsor. to I think Sponsored it by Steve Wright. Yeah. It's either four or five. The round, I can't. I, they don't have the little graphic up. Yeah, they're both just sweating buckets. 
Alwan's in the face looks like friggin' uh Wahoo McDaniel. Yeah, he does. That does. Oh, oh, that was nifty. Went to line up and grabbed on. And yeah, he, he can wrestle, man. He, he doesn't do a lot. Just two big guys being big. Yeah. He stepped. I tried, no, I thought he stepped over the arm there, but he didn't. I'm really interested to see that match with Punk now because I, I know it won't be like this. Yeah. But this is not bad. I mean, it's two no, big no, guys. No. I, I enjoy it. I mean, it's just... I mean, it hadn't been all just brawling. He's actually actually wrestled some. Look at this hold, by the way. I don't make it. Ooh. That's kind of hurt my rotator. Oh, there he goes. Oh, he's bending them fingers back. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Oh, dude. Mmm. Todd Zack Saber Jr., everything he knows. Yeah. I, was, I say I was, it hurt my rotator cuff until he pulled his fingers backwards. <laughs> I don't care this is. Get off his face. We're missing the spot here. There's that elbow again. Oh, that was Steve Wright, man. Oh, okay. I have oh. no idea if that was Steve Wright. I'm just <laughs> they're trading one twos. One was a head. One's trading head butts, and one's trading the forearm to the chest. We got there. They go. Boom. Oh, he's firing up. Look at him. There it is. <laughs> Boom. Here we go. There's just there's the comeback. He's fired up. Looks like he's blowed up. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> The last couple shots were pretty weak. They were... Oh, oh, that was a little snug to the face. He he won't so, die. Like even if they're looking weak, he won't die. Yeah. Nope. Here comes my butts. Nope. Did he go through the? I thought he bumped through the ropes. Yeah, I thought I thought he was about to take the old buddy rose too. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, oh, that knee looked good to the face. He's choking. Is he choking him, or he got his nerve hold on him again? I can't tell. I think he's just leaning on him, and they're just trying not to. They're <laughs> like, "Listen, we got to have a believable DQ here." I'm assuming that's what's happening. So I'm wondering. Have a believable DQ here. But man, uh, he went to snuff him. And he told him no. You see yeah, that? We, we are both blowing up. <laughs> yeah, he was going to snap me, and, and Otto was like, "No, uh, no more snap mares." I'll just crumple down. <laughs> I think he's back on the nerve. Yeah, back on the nerve hole. Yeah, just hit me a few times. I'll get in position. Yeah. It's like I only took two snapmares from you. I ain't taking another one. Big, big Daddy Otto ain't taking another flip. Yeah. <laughs> he's working that nerve hold again. Every, uh, every name that... I've ever oh. wrestled that didn't want to do anything has always requested I put them in the nerve hold. Oh yeah. <laughs> nerve hold daddy. <laughs> oh big chops across the chest. Boom. He's come firing back up. Well, maybe not. Ref I he said something. I don't know what happened. Oh, Swing around the finger went, but all right. Uh, I guess 
I guess another round. Another round. He's blowed up. Look how blowed up he is. Wants just fell over the top rope. He's so blowed up. Like a replay of them trading the headbutton forearms. All right, get this camera angle off. Hate yeah, I, ho I hope that's an abbreviated break they fixed in editing because if they only gave those guys that much time. Yeah. Lock back up. Oh, after Please. that lockup, they may have just given them, them that much time. There they go, Trey. Oh, he's firing up on him. Oh, he does that hook and close onto the head. Well, Ron Jeremy's mad. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's like it looks like a like what Vader does in the corner. Yeah, just one. Yeah, boom. Big forearms. Come on, get off this camera angle. Listen, they paid to put a camera out there. They're going to do the entire last fall. <laughs> oh, here it comes. Big oh, big drop kick. Drop oh, you see that? He did a little gimmick there. The he did like roll. a quarter roll on top of him. Oh, big slam. Oh, really? Okay. The ref, do you see his count? He never touches the mat. And just pointed down to it. And he won off a body slam. Which we got a very crappy camera angle. We got the yeah. end of it. Here's a better one. Here's a better oh, one. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here's a better Synodoc, Synodoc, whatever that means. He, yep. he, and he, did, he did the, I know I'm going to have to get rid of him quick. Let me hook the head on that yeah. side. And it covers him. And that's just a nasty-looking angle, <laughs> camera angle there. See, so look, you see him? He don't count. The, he don't hit the mat. He just points down to it. Yeah, that was weird. Huh? It's weird. Those those look like wrestling boots. I don't know if those are boxing boots, but they're Adidas. So maybe Adidas in Europe will make you some boxing uh -oh. boots if you ask them. Uh oh. Pomp and circumstance, you got some ladies in there, some flowers, and that's it. <laughs> there you are. All right. Well, all I'll say is it should have been 12, 13 minutes, 15 tops. Yeah, that went, last, went, a bit, went a bit long. Yeah, you tell because especially that last round, Otto was blowed up big time. Um, yeah. Yeah, they should have shortened it at least about five, at least five minutes. I think um, that'd have been all right. You can tell they were stretching it. Um, it was good up really up until then. It's still good, but it kind of got old. time run out of things to do because they're limited, you know. Um, you know, so um, up until about the fifteen minute mark, that was really a really good big man match. And then they, like I said, they tried to stretch stretch it out. You know, there's only so much. You know, many times he can do the nerve hold and. And there's so many times, you know, he could, Otto could fire up and give him the forearm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, that's all they did. They just kept repeating the same thing. Yeah. So I'm not knocking it um, because I thought it was a good big man's match. They tried to, I guess, because there was main, probably the main event. So they probably tried to stretch it longer. But at, they should have cut it at 15, about 15 minutes. It would have been good. But when I'm trying to stretch it, it really – because, yeah, basically I just – I had to keep repeating stuff and um, 
But yeah, besides that last little five minutes where they had where they had tried to stretch it out. Besides that, I thought I liked it. It was I thought it was a good big man's match. Um, Yoko just clubbered him. Uh, Wants was actually trying to he would do arm bars and stuff, and I actually got worked on the leg a little bit. So he actually you know he actually wrestled more than he brawled. You know, the only time he really brawled, he, he didn't wrestle more than he brawled, but he he wrestled more than Yoko well, did for sure. Well, I'm talking about in his when he but in his little comebacks he'd get. Yeah. But when he was during his shine though. He was actually doing some some holds though, and during his shine, but you know what I'm saying, but on his comebacks, they were all just brawling. But um, but he did more than I thought he was going to do, you know. And uh, yeah, I liked it. And I said I still liked it, even though, like I said, it went too long. Uh, once you don't know the circumstances, you know, maybe they they had to stretch it out, you know. Um, so um, give them E for effort for trying to stretch it out because <laughs> they, hey, Yoko's in it didn't look. He might have been blown up, but Otto was blown up. No, he's blown sky high. Yeah, that last round, he was when they called for the bell for that to go into the next round. He just draped over that top rope. He was gassed. So I give him effort that you know they. I mean, they might have had to you know had to uh, try to stretch it out longer. Um, so I give him E for effort on trying to stretch it out. Um, good big man's match, you know. So I enjoyed it and. After seeing that, I want to see some younger Otto. Yeah, I want to see, see some younger Otto or Otto with a different opponent. Like, I'm going to watch that Terry Funk Otto match. Possible, like, yeah, I am too. Um, I, I, think I, I see the year on it, and it's 90. So Otto's yeah, a little funk, older, yeah. but this is like, that's fun Terry in, in 90. Because wasn't that? Uh, that tractor is um, to deal stuff with Flair. Flair and all that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's peak funk for me. Like, yeah, that's my favorite funk because yeah, twelve twenty two nine. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to go back and watch that. Yeah, but funk like was some... super lean at that point. Yeah, it just kind of started with the, the long tights, I think. Yeah, because I think his first with the long tights was, was the flare program. Yeah, so like, and, and that's the look I've always had funk with with the long yeah. tights. Uh, that was, this was pink club for me, so I'm going to go back and watch that match. Now, here's this one. Um, oh, I don't know if it, I just looked on this thing. It's uh, 12 18 82. Get started, slaughter. The time is 54 19. I'm hoping they didn't go that long, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna because you can see at one time he could he would he was he could move at one time. You could tell that at one time he was actually mobile, which he wasn't that bad then, but you know, there's one from uh 1980. Against Leo, uh, Don Leo Jonathan. Oh, wow. Don Leo Jonathan was still wrestling in 80? That's what I was saying. It's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, that date has got to be wrong. Unless, you know, he was, let's see, you know, never know. He might have, he might have, whoever did a tour for big money, you know. I'm, try, I'm trying to remember. Was Don Leo Jonathan the one who won the World Heavyweight Championship or was that Edward Carpentier? Uh, Carpentier, if I remember, he won it but didn't win it. It was like a, a big to do about something happened, or he was supposed to win it. And they, I don't know, there's a, I read somewhere it was a big, uh, oh gosh, um, or they wanted him to, I don't know, somebody he, they wanted him to win the belt, or he at, at one point I think had the had the belt just because he went and like defended it afterward and would like 
lose it to other people and they create their own world title that way. So I'm trying to think, I'm read somewhere. I want to say, I mean, I can't remember how, all the stuff I've read over the years, but for some reason it's sitting in my mind that they want, like they voted for him to put the strap on him, but like whoever the president was, the AWA, the NWA said no. Cause the, um, I can't remember what it was. But it was I remember seeing a thing about it, you know, that there was some big thing that they were, that, some people wanted it, some didn't because he was French Canadian, and I don't know. I, I, this is per Wikipedia. Uh, the highlight of his career was his NWA World Heavyweight Championship reign from 1956 to 1957. He won the title in a disputed contest against Luthez on June 14, 1957. Some NWA territories and officials recognized the disputed win yeah, as a legitimate title change, while others did not. This yeah, led to the split of the NWA and led to the creation of other organizations. Uh, he was recognized as the first holder of the Omaha version of the World Heavyweight Championship, of which he dropped to Vern Gagne. The Omaha title was unified with the AWA World Heavyweight Championship yeah. in 63, so he helped create that. I know there was something about that they, some of them didn't want him as a champion. I remember that part, so I was halfway right, yeah. Yeah, well, and see, I think that's what would happen too when guys would refuse to drop it or whatever, or they'd drop it in a contested fashion, and then they'd no. go off because this says he is also the WWA World Heavyweight Champion. That's um, that's Bruisers. It, it's, so, yeah, I'm saying Los Angeles or Bruisers. There was Los Angeles was WWA, WWA, and Bruisers was WWA. So he probably went in to that too. Uh, let's see, the title was established as an offshoot of the NWA World Heavyweight Championship when for our Carpentier was became recognized as the world champion in Los Angeles. Okay, yeah. So basically, he'd go off because he had a legitimate claim to the world title. That's what Buddy Rogers did in the WWF, was it not? Yeah. There was Maverick. There, there was a kind of controversy with with, with Rogers. I don't remember what it was because then he loses to Bruno like in like fifty seconds or something. Something very short. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to change the subject. I'm looking, I was going to scroll through this Auto Want stuff. It says uh, Auto gets attacked 1982, and he's got, a, it looks like there's a podium in the ring, and he's got phone books stacked up. So it must have been the phone book gimmick. Somebody must have attacked him during it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm going to watch that. Yeah, this is it's, it's, uh, piqued my interest. Um, he won the, I think he won, Watts won the AWA belt, I think it was 82. Um, he was still old then. I'd say some try to find some younger stuff because I he looked like he had the ability to to um, you know move. Because like I said he was by the time what how would you say he was forty? Uh, say forty five. He was born in forty three, so yeah, he'd have been forty five. Okay, forty five, and he was a good what three fifty at that time. Easily. Okay, so so if he finds um, so and he was actually still trying to move around. So I bet his younger stuff, he was big. He's one. Of, I bet he was a big mobile guy back in his younger days. Eighty-two is the farthest back I've found. Oh, well, eighty with um, uh, down Leo Jonathan. Leo Jonathan that time was probably in his sixties. <laughs> so I know that probably wasn't that good. I wish I could find something else old. Just to say, I want to see, you know, because because like I said, it wasn't bad. I'll be honest, I can't even find. Okay, the I can't um, even find old pictures of him where he's not big. I'm sure he's always been big, but just where he's because I hear this one from uh looks like eighty two. 
the one where he's doing the phone book gimmick. It says, it says uh, once attacked by Bobby Heenan family. It's AWA. Tim Patera. Looks like Bobby Duncan. Yeah. He's pretty big then, too. Well, he's probably not always been big, but just mo- more mobile. So I'm trying to say younger and mobile. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if you find, find something in his. Well, here's um, 82 against Duncan. Can't find anything younger than 80, 82. He don't look that big. I mean, he looks big, but not as big. Look, he's, he's more built upper chest in the early 80s. Because you said we say he's a power lifter. Uh, oh. he, was a, he was a boxer, amateur, wrestler, and a strong man. Strong man. Yeah, it looks like his uh, his older stuff. He looks like he's he still has a big old belly, but it looks like he's he got more of a chest from a couple older things I can see in here from 80, 82. Okay. Well, I think it's the last of it. Yeah. What's up, Tony? Well, no, there's another one. It's 82. Yeah, he, he looks like he's always been fat, but he was, you know, upper body was thick. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely watch the um, the uh, Terry Funk one, because that was, that time period, he was just getting in the real crazy. He was really getting the craziness around that time period. So, and he's probably taking crazy bumps for wants and everything. So that should be interesting. Do I need to go and pick something for three weeks from now? <laughs> uh, I was going to ask if you wanted to do that or if you wanted to. Uh... Yeah, I'll go on and pick something. Let me go back over to my, my list here. Okay. Pull up my list real fast. I want you to know that Ludwig Borga at one point was the CWA World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, Tony Hilm or whatever you say his name. I don't know. Ludwig Borga. <laughs> Let's see here. Dude, my thing's pretty much, I think I've pretty much watched most of everything on here. Let's see. Uh, have we watched Terry and Dory against Hanson and Brody? No. Okay. I don't think Actually, so. No, we haven't. I'm trying to narrow it down to, I got two here. Oh, man. I said, okay, we're going to go a little, we're going to do, we're going to go to, well, dang, gum it. We're going to go to Japan. December 13th, 1982, Dory Funk, Jr. Terry Funk against Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody. It'll be a little wild, so I figured, the other one I picked, I'm going to pick it the next time. That's going to be good, too. But, yeah, that's where we're going to go and, so first of December. December 13th. Oh no. It says December 13th, 1982. Okay. okay. Just making sure I had the right one up to, to add to my watch list. The the person that did it is Classics Pro 83. Have we watched some from him? Oh, we've watched a, a lot from Classics from Pro 83. And we appreciate him. But all right, I, I I believe I may have some point in the past seen at least clips of this match. Uh-huh. So this, you don't, no, no, I'm all about saying is this this isn't the retirement match, is it? Who? Harry. Which one? Forever. Forever. That one. It might be. Oh, if it is, I'm excited. And we I'm gonna turn we've got to turn the sound on for the for the retirement I, promo. It, might, it was around this time period, I'm thinking. I, I hope it is, and if it is, that the speech is in it. I think it is. I'm excited to see the match regardless, but I'm extra excited if this is where he retires and yells forever for 19 minutes. Yeah. Because mm. it was about, it was early 80s from what I can remember reading about, or, you know, I never saw it, but it, the, uh, you know, I like it. This is the time period, I do believe. So, 
I'm excited though. This will be yeah, fun. I'll be I know good. it will be. I'll be a good one. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're gonna, well, from Germany, and we'll fly on over to Japan. <laughs> Watch a little. So, when did when did Brody jump to New Japan? Uh, Brody was known to jump. Period. Um, but hold on, and I'll try to get a timeline up. I think it was like it had to be like we're like because him and Hanson were were partners. Because remember that when when Brody jumped, then they brought in um, DiBiase to be uh, Hanson. He, he didn't go to New Japan till '85. Oh, well, that's a long time away. Okay. Yeah, I just remember sending us pictures of DiBiase with the, the cowboy gimmick on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just didn't look right. So, yeah, that'd be good. But yeah, go check check out last week's match if you aren't still listening, because that that was a really good match we watched. <laughs> oh, it was. It, it absolutely was, and I hate that. Yeah, yeah I, that will not happen again. <laughs> but this match, I you know, like I said, I I I like that match. I'm glad I watched it. You know, like I said, I've seen out of out of once work. wasn't bad for a big man. I've seen a lot. Seen a lot of big guys do a lot less than what he did. You know? Oh, absolutely. A lot younger big men do a lot less than that. Than well, what he and did that and he's the owner of the company. He could do whatever he wanted. He could go out there and murder, mm-hmm. just beat up Yoko. Now, as long as he paid Yoko well, Yoko would be all right. But yeah, I, I liked it. I said they could have they shaved some time, but it, 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 was, it was okay. And when it, when it went downhill, from being yeah. blown up, it didn't recover. No, no. Yeah, I'm glad they took it on when they did because it was a sinking ship. <laughs> yep. yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't try to go 10 rounds. <laughs> yeah, no, that would not be good. No, so I liked it. It was good. All right. Um, anything you want to talk about? Plug, put down, bury? <laughs> I have nothing to bury besides me being an idiot and deleting an audio file. Um, <laughs> if I get this put put up and anybody listens to this before Saturday the 13th, if you can make it out to Springfield, Tennessee, uh, I will be performing at the Tracy Smothers Memorial Invitational Tournament. I don't know if I'm in a tournament. I don't know if I'm not in a tournament. I don't know what I'm doing uh, <laughs> be, beyond the fact that I'm going to be there and, and whatever role I'm in, give everything I have in Tracy's memory and we're just all going to get together and remember Tracy and have a killer show. Um, but it's going to be a stack show. Uh, EC3 is there. Tony Neese is there. AJ Gray, uh, Crimson, Jack Stane, you know, Kreis will be there. Derek Neal, Sugar Dunkerton. Like it's, uh, Nunzio is going to be there. Guido, whatever you know him as. It's going to be a loaded, loaded show. I believe the Sandman Francine and Shane Douglas are doing signings. So that'll be cool. Like it, it'll be good. And it's all, you know, all for a good person so so did they officially have to change the name yeah or is it still no uh, it's it, it's the wild eyed memorial invitational tournament i'm just saying it because that's what it is trace smothers exactly. <laughs> yeah so yeah go check it out you know, like, like i was saying last week man a business full of just horrible two-faced backstabbing kicking the nuts people Tracy Smothers was was a good guy, one of the best. You know? One of the good ones. Yes, very few. He was, and for a guy that been all over the world, worked for every company there is, would treat you just the same as anybody else. You, you know, yeah. uh, 
we, we were talking before we got on here about like just some horrible shows that you know you work for because you get paid type thing and i was telling you about one one in rural kentucky yeah and i think tracy helped get me out of my my real bitterness that i was in for a while at that show because he was there one night and you know had me go out and be his manager be the manager against him and you know you know his deal he always wanted a manager out there to work with and stuff like that so we're playing around we're having a good time and i remember when we were leaving i remember him going jeremiah never stop being a human and i did i a long time about what that meant yeah you know and he's just like this business full of crazy people never stop being a human and he is basically saying never let the business take you over yeah. and keep being a good person no matter what and like that actually helped me a lot so it's just i don't know i don't know why that ca- that came to my mind but it's just funny that we were talking about before we got on there's like that exact place and it was a yeah. place where like i was getting paid good but i told you the quality of the people around us yeah. so yeah. i was like this is the worst i'm making more money than anyone else is paying me but this is the worst yeah. you know and he he i don't know I, maybe he saw that i don't know it's tracy yeah. He may have just been saying it. So, because I was, I was in a bad, I was about to go back to drinking before shows again. <laughs> like, I was in a bad spot, man. Wow. But no, so I'll be doing yeah. that Saturday. Um, we just announced today uh, that uh, tickets for the next NWA pay per view and NWA tapings uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, December 3rd through 6th went on sale officially today uh, at nwatix.com. The next pay per view, December 4th. Uh, also in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, it will be called Hard Times Two. Is it at that studio? Yep, GBP Studios, oh. Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, that's cool. Not on Techwood Drive, but right off of it, close enough <laughs> to where your GPS says take the exit for Techwood Drive, and I get a little giddy every time. <laughs> hey, why not? <laughs> well, I would. <laughs> oh yeah, the first time I went down, I'm just listening to the GPS because I have no idea where I'm going. It's like. Get off exit, blah, 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 for Techwood Drive. And I'm like, Techwood Drive? <laughs> I mean, that, that big building or whatever, you know, the white building, it's right across from the hotel and the GBP studios. Like, it's right across the interstate from it. Because okay. that the, that's the building that's on the belt, right? That's on the TNT title? I don't know. One of the Turner buildings is on a TNT title, and I thought it was that. I don't know. I didn't know it was a. I've never paid much attention to their belt that that close. You know, there was a a building on one. Of them. Yeah, I don't well, think I had not, hose on. I don't think I had hose on one of them. <laughs> they they kind of do. They, yeah. they kind of do. Yeah, yeah. Because once you get pointed out to you, that's all you, you see. <laughs> yeah, you you can't unsee it. You really can't. Uh uh-uh. no. <laughs> they need to like grind that gap between the T and the B a little more. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, um, so is it going to be uh, restricted seating down there, or, or do they know yet? I don't know. As, as far as I know, it's young ho, huh? Yeah. Well, that's cool. How much does that place hold? I don't know. I don't even know actually what the what the venue's called. Yeah, that's really, it's, a, it's a studio, isn't it? Oh, hold on. I'm thinking of two different things. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um. Is it pay-per-view somewhere else? Huh? No, no, I'm being, I'm I'm back at the Tracy Smothers tournament. Oh. <laughs> um, no, that, that'll hold a uh, couple hundred? Yeah, a few hundred. I'm thinking, I'm doing, kind of doing the math in my head. 
I'm thinking North. It North goes up kind of, It goes up really high. Yeah, yeah, it goes up high. It's, and it's like it's laid out real well. I, I'm thinking three or so. Now, because like, it's not like a normal studio where you just got risers. It goes all the way up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's good. So yeah, it would be good to have a live crowd back. Like we yeah. had a live crowd for the last tapings, but it was like, well, the last tapings were St. Louis. That was great. But like yeah. the Atlanta tapings before, we had a live crowd, but it was like thirty. Yeah, and they did what they could, man. But yeah, that that hot GBP Studios crowd. Yeah, well, because you're right on top of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. It's, yeah, you know, and just that good. that studio. I mean, as far as I know, we're back in the old studio. Because you know we had the, the last time we were there, we had to pay for a different studio. But uh-huh. I, I'm hoping we're back in the old studio with the risers. That would be glorious. Yeah, well, that's cool. All right, well, uh, who are we usually plug? <laughs> Get our plugs out real fast. Okay. Well, Sorry. since I was already talking about it, uh, subscribe to NWA Power over on Fight TV. Um, we and we've also got the. UWA Luthes uh, 1976 Facebook channel. I get everything right. I said that right. Page, it's not channel. <laughs> page, channel, page. Yeah. Sorry. Um, speaking of channel, our YouTube channel. As you're listening to this, please just like and subscribe. It ain't gonna hurt nothing. It yeah. Ain't gonna hurt nothing. It means nothing to you, but it means everything to us. There you go. Sweet talk. Uh, yeah, we, we've got uh, we've got our friend Monte Carlo over at the WMF Medium Rare YouTube channel. And yes, I highly suggest watch this late, latest episode for the special guest. Um, Kevin Jones becomes intertwined into this and is very comical. And well, I had a meltdown you, after deleting the podcast, so I have not watched it yet. I will be watching it. Yeah. He is very entertaining, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, I rewound that part several times and watched it over and over. I will. I will have. I will definitely have a report back by our next taping in December. Um, well, I hope so. <laughs> uh, we've, we've got our old buddy Chris Michaels in, in his book Indestructible. Yeah, we'll pick that I, up. Which I will be seeing him Saturday, so I will finally pick up my copy. There you go. Yeah. Um, well, we say I always try to pick it up from him directly, so you know he get gets a better cut out of it than. Yeah. Chris needs money more than Jeff Bezos does. So help Chris out. <laughs> and speaking of helping, helping somebody out, we got a good friend you can help out. Uh, and you feel like books over at crowbarpress.com. Yeah, we'll bring get that Burt Prentice book. A lot of people locally have been, a couple people I know has picked it up. So uh, have you heard I don't any, have you heard any reviews on it yet? Uh, people I'm said they've got it, but I hadn't heard anybody. Do what? wondering how much Bert lets fly or how many secrets went with him. Oh, well, I know a lot of stuff went with him because um, Scott said that he, they could actually do another book. So, okay. Uh, I mean, I think Bert was in the business. I mean, well, you know, actually, you know, as an adult in the business, you know, for 40 years probably at least, you know, we're close enough, you know, in the early 80s. So, I mean, that's just, I mean, you know, then when you're growing up selling programs and tickets at, was it uh, o- Omaha or where it was, Nebraska? Yeah. Out, out there in the West. So, I mean, I'm sure, you know, it didn't even cover half of stuff, you know. But, yeah, it'd be interesting to see, you know, who um, who he buries and who he has dirt on and, and, and that could expose them and, 
And if he actually come clean on some of his um, stuff about, you know, or because there's a lot of people he owed money, buildings that he owed money to. You know? we'll, we'll, we'll never get it, obviously. Um, and I, I'm, go, I'm going to get the book because I want to read the book and see what, what comes out. But if we would have ever got that like three part Burt Prentice shoot interview, oh God, I would have like where he actually just let it go. If he ever actually let it go, I would have watched that. Did he ever do one? No. I didn't think he ever did anything but, like that. God, God, imagine. Oh yeah. But you know, I you know, I don't I think this was I think he was gonna do more than one book and because I know they've been working him and Scott have been working on it for a long time. I think Scott, when was that? 2016? Like when they started yeah, working. Well, if that's when they started working on it, then yeah, maybe. But like here recently, I think Bert knew his time was. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I think he knew it was, you know, it was, it was, but when they started it, though, I think it was 16. Is it 2016, 2017? I think. Let me think real fast. Mm, I've been, I might have been 17. Yeah. I think, my, I think it was 17. That uh, they said that they were fixing to start. They were, you know, starting it up, getting it, the process of doing it. So, so yeah. And Scott said they definitely had more to make it a another book, definitely. So, but uh, yeah, go over Crowbar Press, um, check out that Burt Prentice book or many other books. I mean, he's got all kinds of books, you know. Yeah, and you he heard, he heard it right here. He just put, he put four years of work in one book. Yeah. So I mean, pick it up. He does a well, lot. Well, good He's been working on the. He worked on that um, Frankie Kane the book, the first the first one. He's still working. He's working on the second one. He worked on it for he said was it ten years? And he's got he's trying to finish up the second book because he said that he got so much you know stuff from Frankie and stories and and he said Frankie's mind was you know still has his mind his age and so he can rem he was remembering all this stuff and you know and he so. Yeah, that's one thing Scott puts time in his in his stuff. He's not just gonna throw a book out there. And um, yeah, he researches. He does. I mean, he he takes his time and makes sure because he doesn't want his name on anything that's not not legit or halfway done. It's just like he has those uh, the you know the uh, summergram book he put out. I asked him when he gonna put the the other book. You know, the, uh, from was it seventy eight on up to. So when Gillis, he did his last program for Gillis in 80, he said he's not going to do it because he's missing like two programs out of like three years. So he's not going to do a, the book. I'm like, dude, it's just two programs, you know? Yeah, I, I'm sure people would understand. But he, that's but that shows you how much time and stuff he puts in the quality of a book he does. Is he he don't, you know? So anything you buy from him, you know, it's, it's it's a lot of time put into it. It's good. It's going to be good. So um, go over and check it out. DVDs, those cool posters. He's got those replica posters he makes. Those are really neat. Uh, so go over and check uh, Scott Teal's curveballpress.com. Um, we missing anybody? Oh, Roy Lusher. Go check out Roy Lusher's YouTube pages. He's got so much good stuff over there, and we've used a lot of his stuff. So go check out old Roy Lusher. He's um, – he loves wrestling, and he's put countless of hours of putting that YouTube stuff on there. So go check him out. Anybody else? We leave anybody out? Uh, the only other thing I, I could say is uh, head on over to storefrontier.com backslash Plunky's Gimmick Table. I'm slowly moving everything over to that. 
um, because it gives way more options than pro wrestling tees or any other site. Uh, you know, you can get tank tops, tie dyes, all sorts of different stuff, koozies, masks, all sorts of weird stuff. So, masks, really? Like COVID masks, not like wrestling masks. Oh, I thought you meant wrestling masks. I was like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ignore me, people. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm putting a whole bunch of stuff on there. Um, moving, I'm going to go ahead and move my designs over there as well as. Uh, you know, the other just kind of artsy designs I, I've moved over. I moved over the uh, the Heels Don't Get Happy Endings t-shirt. I uh, just put that out on Facebook. It, it just dropped on the website. I uh, moved over there last night. So, uh, but yeah, check it out. See if there's anything you like. Um, and yeah, other than that, can you think of anything else? I'm so mad at CBS for putting <laughs> Seal Team on Paramount Plus because I didn't get to watch it this week. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the that was the big gripe of uh, of last week. Yeah, so we got it in this week. PBS, how dare you move SEAL team? Yeah, bunch of low budgets. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Besides that, that's on. I think that's my only rant. Still from that's a leftover rant from last week. It's still still upset about it. So, <laughs> but besides that, you know, I guess that's my only rant. <laughs> oh, except well, it's a. It, I know it's it's not a, it's a rant, but it's not a rant. Get the mail today. Guess what's in the mail? Bills. Besides that, <laughs> AARP. Oh yeah, it's official. <laughs> no, it isn't. By the good grace of God, I hope it will be. Because um, four years ago, I was told I'd never live to see fifty years old. So, um, so I'm hoping I'll be able to join AARP in a couple of weeks. <laughs> so I looked at it and I was like, "Why are you sending me this?" And I was like. Actually, that's a good thing. It means I'm still alive. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So I guess it, you know, so hopefully, like I said, if the good Lord is willing, by next time we're on here, I'll be a member of AARP. <laughs> that's right. Too bad you couldn't start early before you go to Gatlinburg. So I'm sure they have all sorts of senior discounts up there. I'm sure they do. Oh, man, I didn't think about that. Dang. Oh, man, I could really make it. Whip out my AAA discount with an AARP. I'd be racking up up there, wouldn't I? Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. Well, like I said, if the good Lord's will keep me alive, I could use it next year when we go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, I've mumbled on and jumbled and rambled about too long. All right. You got anything that, and more to add? I think I'm good. All right. If you're done, I'm done. Stick a fork in her. She's done. For Jeremiah Plunkett, quick Crystal. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening. God bless. Bye-bye, everybody.